Good morning, everybody. This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Let's get into it. So I have been holding on to this little pet peeve I have since uh, Tuesday, which was Independence Day. And I did podcast, but, you know, of course, I had spent the previous 48 plus hours with my mom with no electricity and that was pretty much what was on my mind and it was stressful and kind of awful but it it's over uh I got power back Monday evening I think several people that I know that live like across the street um finally got fully restored yesterday and it was just stressful but I knew this was going to happen, so I was scrolling through, catching up, because you try to conserve your phones and stuff when you don't have any electricity, because that's a real issue. Someone's going to make a ton of money if they can create a, a charger that doesn't need, you know, and I guess it's out there, but like a charger that doesn't need to be in the wall, you know, that you can constantly put your stuff on, maybe generate the whole house. That would be dope. Get on that, Elon Musk. Anyway, so I'm scrolling through my phone and I'm catching up and I see the one that sticks out was a Frederick Douglass quote about how we can't celebrate Fourth of July. And it was a newly emancipated Frederick Douglass quote because everybody who knows Frederick Douglass knows that his story changes as he gets older, he gets closer to Lincoln. Uh, and, you know, he watches slavery get abolished. He has a different viewpoint. But for that quote, then you get all these people piling on. Some people are like, that's not an accurate statement. Some people are like, you know, um, that's right. Some people are black power fists. Some people. But my whole thing is this. Why do you have to go out of your way every day to find a slave quote to keep you from loving this country that you live in? How did liking being an American become the domain of crazy right-wing Republicans? You know, listen, I don't I can love something. Two things can be true at the same time. I can love something that I know is flawed. You know, I go live somewhere else. You know what I mean? But while you're scrolling on your phone, you're not a slave. You're scrolling on your phone, living your very best life, doing all the things you want to do. And if you're not, there's things you can do to change that. You need to look at the decisions you've made. If you're not happy with your life, look at the decisions you've made. There is a road behind you that you can look and pinpoint every decision you've made has landed you where you are. You know, and this whole, I'm just always mad and I can't be, it's, it's, it's a reason why they keep making all these fucking slave movies. I'm not watching another one. I will not. I refuse. I recognize the history. I accept the history, but you talk about not wanting to be inundated with something. There is a method to this madness. I don't know who it is. And I, I don't really love the proverbial they, But there are people out there who are obviously wanting to remind you every day that you come from slaves and they benefit from that because somehow you uh, can't participate fully in today's society because you're just so mad about uh, having been a slave and uh, your relatives 
were slaves because you're not a slave, right? You know, you you have a home, you have some shelter, you have some food, uh, you have a cell phone, you probably have access to the internet. You have a whole bunch of stuff that slaves don't get access to. Certainly the slaves in American history. And I appreciate that that is part of our culture, but it is not our lives today. And that's the danger of showing all these fucking slave movies because it brainwashes people into thinking, well, I can't be powerful because I come from slaves. Well, guess what? The world's population comes from slaves. Yes, we have the American blight that is 400 years long, but there is no society in America that was uh, in the world, excuse me, not in America. There's no society in the world that hasn't been touched by slavery. And there are places that are still using slaves. So this whole enslaved labor, it may look a little different than what you think it should look like, but it's still out there. And I get it. I get the history. I accept the history. I appreciate the history. I appreciate what my ancestors endured so I can be here. But I guess it's just not cool to not talk about it nonstop because dare we forget or dare we enjoy our lives as Americans today because that's some sort of betrayal, I guess. And I get it. Things aren't perfect. Things are still fucked up. There's a lot of prejudice out here. There's a lot of classism out here. Everything that's that's upsetting you is not all racism. It's not. I hate to break it to you. Some of it has nothing to do with your race. I've seen white people be truly awful to other white people. And I'm so grateful because it's like, man, if this person was black, we couldn't even have the real conversation because everybody would be like, racism, racism. And I get it. It's out there. And I accept that it's out there. I'm not being naive. I'm just suggesting when you allow yourself to be manipulated this way, that's how they continue to control you. And I'm not into the proverbial they because I haven't figured out who is behind all this bullshit. But I have to think it's liberal white people. And these and listen, and I'm not I'm not talking out of turn. I've actually had conversations with these types of people and they think they're helping you and they talk to you like you're just this little idiot. And if you didn't get their help, Lord knows what would happen to you. And, you know, that's probably true for some people, but it ain't true for all of us. And to have these people looking at you and talking down and they don't they don't show you that side at first. They just talk to you like, oh, my God, this is and you think, oh, they're into my causes. Oh, they care about black people. Oh, they care about poor people. But these are the same people that think black people are all poor people, that black and poor are used synonymously, that all black people are poor and all poor people are black, which we know is a, a lie. That is a huge lie and a huge myth that gets perpetuated on television because you know, I know it's hard to believe, but there are a lot of poor white people in this country and you never see them on TV. I think there's two shows, The Connors and Shameless, that dare to show white people without money, you know, hustling, struggling. Those are the only two shows I'm aware of. And it's like, this is ridiculous. There are a ton of poor white people in this country to have a conversation around poverty and have it always be old black people. I mean, there are so many subtle manipulations going on and I'm not that person. I'm not somebody who sees racism everywhere, but when I see it, I recognize it. 
and they use these things to control us. And it's like, you're going to put a Frederick Douglass quote, a, a freshly freed Frederick Douglass quote up for 4th of July. Come on. People enjoy this country. A lot of black people enjoy living here. But it's like some sort of sin to say, hey, I like being an American. Well, I like it because you know what? It's broken and it's messed up, but it's my home. And, you know, a lot of people struggled and suffered and died so that I could be here. Some of them were slaves and some of them were not. But my best days, you know, are astronomically better than my grandmother's best days. You see what I'm saying? When I'm sitting in that hot-ass condo with no air conditioning and, you know, a couple hundred, couple three hundred dollars worth of food melting in my refrigerator, that's still the, a better day than probably my grandmother's uh, regular day. You know, she was born in like 1916, you know, and remove the racist part. Remove the maybe maybe my family didn't spend a whole bunch of time talking about their racial history, but let let's let's say she didn't really have a lot of race problems. I mean, she was born and raised in Alabama and moved to St. Louis. I would guess racism touched her life. We didn't talk about it, um, and she died when I was very young. But let let's just remove that element. Her her toughest day, my toughest day, does not compare to what her toughest day would be like in nineteen, you know. 30 by the time she started, you know, being an adult, you know, it's, we need to get past this. And I simply think people won't get past it because they feel guilty. There is a thing as black guilt and they feel guilty. You whipping around in a bins, you live in a, a, a nice house, you know, you do, you doing the best you know, strong black person impersonation that you can, you out here, you, you, you know, you raising your kids, they're going to good schools, you are doing pretty good, but you cannot come, let it slip out of your mouth that you are, uh, excited to be an American. I, I just think that's disrespectful. I do. I think it's disrespectful to the slaves even, you know, who built this country who who sacrificed everything for their bloodline and we're still here. So I'm infuriated that they keep making all these fucking slave movies, but I'm I'm because I'm a filmmaker and it bothers me, but also it really bothers me because of the manipulation. Like just when you start feeling good about yourself, you know, you got to turn around and watch a slave movie. And then people win awards for their portrayal of slaves. And it's like, come on, man. How many slave movies do we need? It's sort of like World War II movies. There was a stretch where it was like, how many World War II movies are there? There are, seems to be a lot, you know. But people feel pride after watching World War II movies. Nobody feels proud after watching a slave movie and they do that shit on purpose because they think they're helping you by throwing your history in your face constantly but how can that make you feel empowered you know it's just uh so frustrating and have you noticed they haven't done a frederick Douglass biopic because frederick Douglass eventually became very close to to president lincoln and was very vested in the 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 emancipation proclamation you know 
freeing slaves. Like he, he took that as a victory. You know, I just, I don't, I don't want to speak too much on that history. It's been a long time since I really read a lot about Frederick Douglass. I did uh, see his home, I think in Massachusetts, you know, and I'm not, I'm not a huge scholar on Frederick Douglass, but I do know his tone and timber changed quite a bit as he got older and nobody puts that down. People, uh, sort of, you know, glorify Martin Luther King as the non-violent person, but he started to get a little violent towards the end. His, his rhetoric was changing, you know. Uh, people rewrite history. And then more than that, people just, I don't understand. If you don't like it, go live somewhere else. You can do that. Go pack your grip, revoke your U.S. citizenship. We'll see how that goes. And you go live wherever you want to live. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. But I like being an American. And I think it's definitely a flawed country. I definitely think if you're not a capitalist and you're not born with capital, you are at a, a complete disadvantage. But, you know, you get somebody who comes from communist China and they're like, what's the problem? We'll just work 25 deep in our family business and we'll be all right. Y'all complain too much. The government isn't coming to take your business away from you. Get get to work. And so that's just my two cents. I just get frustrated when I just read these goofy comments. And then, of course, you know, it's like, if you don't like America and you can't celebrate Independence Day, you know, that's fine. You can go live somewhere else. But plenty of y'all get together and have hot dogs and make your Independence Day about what you think it should be about. You know, of course, we have a long way to go. And I'm still extremely frustrated. Everybody's so busy focusing on racism. And they do this to you on purpose. So you will not focus on the real issues like income inequality. Not only for women, but just in general. The fact that the wealthy are so much wealthier than the working person. And I get it. I'm a capitalist. I believe in making money. But I don't believe in exploiting people. And we're, we've created a, a situation right now that's going on right now that even though you're working your ass off, you can't afford basic things. These banks are out of control. The interest rates, if, if you were to try to buy a car right now, the, the, the basic amount of the car and the amount that you would have to finance it for if you are of the ilk that has to finance cars like most of us, I mean, you probably couldn't afford it. And to pay your mortgage and to pay any tuitions, you know, we need to start having very real conversations about how we spend our money in America. That doesn't mean I don't love America. It just means we got work to do. And if you love the citizens like you say you love the citizens, then this city, this country... Well, the city too, but this country needs to to reflect that. What y'all think about cocaine being found in Biden's uh, White House? Some some room he frequents. It's like, good lord, they really don't want this old man to run. Because <laughs> I do not believe for a millisecond that his old ass is on cocaine. He is just too old. To, he he would survive cocaine, but anything is possible. I believe that that could be, you know, 
Jill and Joe taking a toot. But come on. I really don't believe that he does it. But, uh, you know, that Hunter, Hunter Biden, if Republicans weren't so crazy, I think people would be really looking more into Hunter because they've been so, so upset about him for so long that most people just tune him out. But, you know, he sounds buck wild. You know, your crack smoking son, you know, who's selling, uh, I think, uh, I think they accused him of selling some sort of American secrets. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know much about Hunter Biden. I've been hesitant to read about him. But just like George Soros, he may be a rock we need to look under. Maybe the Republicans aren't all crazy. But, uh, yeah, old-ass Biden doing coke. They really want this dude out. They do not want this old man to run again. But right now, the Democratic Party, even nationally, just doesn't have a voice. Doesn't seem to have a leader. And uh, there's nobody whipping people into shape. And and there's no, uh, you know, kingmaker, doesn't seem. So... I don't know. I personally don't want to be stuck with either Trump or Biden. There's got to be some better candidates, you know, but it's getting rough out here because character is really at a, at a premium. There's just not a lot of high quality character people in politics. So I don't know. We'll see. But I, I read the headline that Biden, uh, they found cocaine in the White House in a room that Biden frequents. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry. I just think that's funny. He's so old. Oh, my gosh. All right. I hope you have an amazing day today. Happy Thursday. What is this? July the 6th. Yipes. It's already the 6th. That's what's crazy. July 1st, my power went out. So I was at, in a haze for like from the 1st to the 3rd or the 4th. Because I think the 4th I spent getting groceries, restocking. So I'm kind of lost. But I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. Please have an amazing day. And we'll meet back here probably tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's Friday. All right. Be good.